Well, here we are, another Saturday morning, a beautiful Saturday morning as the weather's been amazing this month. It is time for the Cummins Real Estate Group show with local rock star realtor Michelle Cummins and myself, Curtis Pope. Good morning, Michelle. Good morning, Curtis. How are you today? I am wonderful. It's another beautiful day. The weather's been amazing. I, I guess you're keeping the insurance on the bike a little longer, huh? I am. Yes, I've been riding it as much as possible. I feel really, really sore, though. Last Saturday, and uh, I'm, uh, it was, I went on my dirt bike Uh-oh. with the fam, and it, we got some awesome riding in like all day like six hours up thurston mountain have you ever been up there hiking or can't say that i have no oh my gosh it is i didn't know we were going to go up and around the mountain my brother-in-law didn't quite tell me the terrain it was really not a beginner's course for dirt biking it it was so amazing but i fell six times harshly like i'm so sore if you fell six times you're you're doing something wrong or you're trying too hard well, I, there's no choice. Once you go, you go. You're committed. There ain't go, no going back. Okay, well, no more backflips. <clears throat> yeah, no. I'm trying not to do that anymore. Like I you, actually did roll down the mountain, though. Are you auditioning <laughs> for Nitro Circus or something here? Not and, yet. No, okay. Just checking. <laughs> I got to get my practice in, but oh my goodness, that was You're bad. doing accidental freestyle motocross. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> yeah. It's not on purpose. <laughs> uh, well, standing up for five and a half, six hours on your bike and then going up these hills and then over the rocks and the shell and because of all the water terrain that we had last november i guess he's like i didn't know it would be this tough i'm all okay yeah because i'm a beginner <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> but i made it through i'm alive i have all my limbs and uh so it's all good just a few bruises and scrapes other than you're yeah. fine <laughs> so i'm excited today because we have a staging expert here who uh Corrine Jansen is here. Actually, she's sitting right by me right now. And uh, we're going to have her in on the second segment. And I've got tons of questions to ask her. And hopefully you got some questions I'm thinking too, Curtis. So If not, I'm sure I can come up with something. Yeah, because <laughs> it's a balanced buyer's market. And more now than ever, we need help in showcasing our properties. So we're going to have Corrine in. I'm very excited. Fraser Valley Essential Staging is who she's with. And uh, But first, I did want to kind of chat about a couple things. For sure, 100%, okay, the uh, buyer or the foreign buyers um, not going to be able to uh, purchase properties for two years in Canada starting January 1st. So right now we're having a lot of foreign buyers actually come in and buy properties. And so we're seeing a lot of that right now. So that's a good thing for sellers. Uh, And uh, we talked about it quite a few times already. But There'll be a workaround. They'll figure it out real quick. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> They'll figure it out real fast. There's always a workaround. Just like the foreign buyer's tax when it came out, and they, they worked around that after yeah. only a couple months. Like oh, it yeah. didn't take long. Uh, but then, you know, there's an article in the Financial Post, and we know what's happening with the interest rates and everything. Um, they're going up again October 26th. So make sure if you're a buyer, you get pre-approved before October 26th. But also with that, there's a lot of buyers right now buying and there will be in the next three months after that date change for those who get pre-approved before October 26th because they will want to get in uh, before their pre-approval expires. So that's a good thing. So for the sellers out there or those who are kind of late to the fall party of getting on the market, uh, we've got that hope in the future. So uh, don't fret. Uh, Just make sure your property showcases amazingly as best as possible when you do go to list it. So that's why we brought in uh, Kryn for today uh, to talk with us. So first, though, the Financial Post. So more than 80% of of Canadians fear the recession by the end of the year. So um, this is not new news, but it's 
actual facts with uh, with surveys and such. So a large majority of Canadians have made changes to their lifestyles to manage decades high inflation with the inflation rate that we've had lately. Uh, and nearly eight in that's eight in 10 Canadians. So are they're making changes to their lifestyle because of these recession fears. And the survey found that Canadians are adjusting their spending habits as the cost of living rises and uncertainty about the future grows. So they're cutting back on holiday spending and all sorts of spending. Uh, There has been a lot of talk about recessions lately, but forecasts regarding Canada's economic outlook are hard to pin down. So Stephen Poulez, the former governor of the Bank of Canada, recently said that he believes there remains a chance to achieve a soft landing. On a darker note, highly regarding economist Nouriel Robini, who predicted the 2008 downturn, said he sees a long and ugly recession. Canadians are also anxious about inflation and their overall financial well-being, is what the poll found. Three quarters, so 75%, said their concerns about inflation have increased over the past three months, and more than 75% um, say that they are quite concerned. Canada's inflation rate cooled to 7% in August and 7.6% in July after hitting a 40-year high in June. However, the cost of groceries is still climbing, up 10.8% from the year before. Cost of construction is still climbing. Things are still climbing. I've heard some news about the the um, gas rates going down, though. So let's see if that actually happens. We can only hope because, you know, I keep telling my kids, you're going to start walking everywhere. And I'm riding my motorcycle as much as possible, but I don't want to give up my Hemis. I like my <laughs> truck and my car. <laughs> so compared with the same uh, time last year, 34% of Canadian adults, down four points, said they felt confident that they're making financial good decisions. On a city-by-city basis, financial confidence in Vancouver dropped 10 points, with only 14% of survey respondents reporting that they felt uh, that it's going to be um, okay. They'll be able to handle it. Montreal is the reading uh, remained unchanged at 43%. That's for Montreal. And uh, this next week, actually, uh, I will be finally going to the Western... Uh, Remax Canadian Conference, actually the Canadian Conference in Quebec. So I'll be in Quebec. And that means that next weekend, Curtis, our show, I'll be having to call in and I'm going to actually choose three realtors in the top three places in Canada to invest in 2023. So that's that's who we're going to have on the show next Saturday. Very cool. Whereabouts in Quebec is the uh, conference? The Fairmont, the actual uh, Chateau, the Fairmont yep. Chateau. I've never been there before. I have clients that just moved there, so I'm going to have lunch with them one day when I'm out there. I'm so excited. And, of course, you have to have a, a, a poutine in Quebec, a proper poutine while you're there. Okay, I will. Yeah, because, I mean, come on. You're going to you win in Rome. Win in Rome, <laughs> and I will we'll be there. And that is where it was initially created, right? Yes. Oh, I'm yes. So I like well, poutine. and a Montreal smoked meat sandwich, too, is another thing you should get while you're there, according to my cousin who lives in Montreal. I can do that. Yeah. I yeah, will do that. You got, you got to indulge when you're out, you know, on the road and you're in a place like that. Come on. I'll take a photo and send it to you. To Absolutely. Prove I've done it. <laughs> in fact, you should be eating a poutine while you're doing the show because of the time difference. Oh, yeah. That'll be good. You're never supposed to chew gum while doing a radio show too, right? No, we, we try to. We frown upon that. <laughs> uh, so that is um, th- that article. If you have any questions about it further, please contact me anytime. And I wanted to also, because it goes hand in hand with uh, advertising and marketing your listing if you're thinking about uh, selling. Okay, so what counts as part of the total square footage? People ask me all the time, you know, do garages count? 
you know, you wonder, do closets, do bathrooms count? Like, what counts as porches, enclosed porches, not enclosed porches? So while it might be tempting for homeowners to include those measurements on the data input, boosting their total square footage, balconies and patios as well as garage spaces cannot be included in total square footage. So a lot of times people say, oh, isn't my house bigger? I do do floor plans on all my listings, and that's very important. And thank you for that, because we've discussed this on the air. When I was searching for our new home, like, it drove me nuts when they didn't have floor plans, because I wanted to see, it's one thing to look at pictures, but I want to see the floor plan to see, because sometimes you look at them and go, is that the room off the kitchen, or is that the room off the kitchen? Like, because you can't tell from the pictures. Oh, exactly. You don't know what floor plan. You can see everything. Oh, that's that room. That's that room. That's that room. It gives you a better idea for how everything's going to fit together. It doesn't. You know how many places haven't sold because their dining room they could they didn't know if their dining room table would fit or their yeah. their bed. You know, so it's amazing. So uh, square footage uh, and measurements and the layout of the property is so important. So we're seeing construction of many strata developments with enclosed, heated, and fully livable areas that provide great value to buyers. While these are often intended for the sole enjoyment of one unit, they're in fact limited common property and as such cannot be included as either finished or unfinished square footage. It should be noted on the public remarks but not in the data. But sometimes the realtor might not put it in the public remarks, but uh, hopefully they do and inquire if they don't. It is important that the information provided on the MLS system is accurate and as clear as possible. So patios, solariums, and garages all add valuable livable space, but they do not increase the total square footage of a unit. Including them creates risk for clients and the realtor. And so just wanted to make sure everyone, uh, that that's kind of uh, clear so here. So riddle me this. Yes. What if you have a garage like I have with an unfinished space above it that's still unfinished, even though I've been there a year and a half? Oh, the oh, your, your loft area. Yes. Yes. So unfinished space is unfinished space. So you could, because it's all insulated, it's above, it's connected to your house, it's unfinished future livable space. So I can use that, but not the garage that's beneath it. Exactly. Fascinating. As unfinished. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, I think with that, we should probably take a break and get to our guest here. So if people need more information about what you do as a realtor and things like that, there must be a a one-stop shop they can go to. MichelleCummins.ca. We're back with more right after this. Cummins Real Estate Group show with Michelle Cummins and myself, Curtis Pope, and we have, of course, a special guest. Michelle, you are legendary for your introductions because sometimes they take the entire segment, but I figured we'd give you a chance to do one of those introductions right now. Well, that just means we need longer for our radio show. That, maybe you're right. <laughs> I'll keep it short and sweet right now because Corrine Jensen is here with us with Fraser Valley Essential Staging, and I have known her for quite a while now, and I've been working with her, and she has been 
so fantastic. She's full of life. She's full of creativity. She has such a great rapport and uh, history. And her clients, her customers have raved about her. And she's so fun. And that helps with everything because she puts that fun in her in her creativity and what she does for people. And as I said earlier, right now, more than ever, you really need to stage your home. So uh, it is a buyer's sellers. Um, it's a buyer's balanced market, and uh, we need to showcase it. So thank you so much for coming on our show. And I don't want to blab myself. Uh, we want to hear from you. So thank you, Corinne. Well, thank you so much for having me. I am a hard act to follow with that kind of introduction, <laughs> though. Oh, your reviews and everything, <laughs> and uh, I know firsthand. So uh, oh, thank you. That's why I chose you to come on the show to speak about this. And awesome. Uh, for my first question, okay, is what got you in the business? What got you doing this? That is a good question. Um, you know, after working corporate and marketing and just different things, uh, just looking for a change, and it was actually my daughter's suggestion. Um, she knew someone who knew someone, and she said, Mom, I think you'd be really good at that. So I just, you know, took the course, took the dive, and, and jumped in, and here I am. So the rest is history, as they say. That is so great. <laughs> people outside of us see, see us in a different light than we see ourselves. But you were smart enough to actually take that advice and run with it, and you've been so successful successful at it well it's fun you you know when you when you have fun doing something you know it doesn't even feel like work so cliche but it's so true and you make such a difference in everyone's lives and really the percentage of how much more you sell when you stage a home compared to when you don't I mean you're making you're making your customers money by doing that well exactly and the opposite is true not staging you leave money on the table so um, and you mentioned it's a buyer's balanced kind of a market so right now it is more important than ever to be looking at all the things that we can be doing to help you um, you know retain as much of your equity your hard-earned equity in your most valuable asset right now is the time to do that and staging is definitely one of those things that we recommend of course. and we were talking earlier about how uh, an empty home is, oh my goodness, so important to stage because you don't know and understand how large or small the space is. It actually appears smaller. Yeah, no, exactly. And uh, alluding to what Curtis said earlier is, um, you know, you look at a floor plan, that's all great and that really helps. But if all you've got are those photos, it really doesn't give you an idea of the size of the space. And that is one of the, the things that staging can do. And definitely a vacant space is going to look smaller. It's going to be confusing to a to someone who's looking at it. They don't know how the layout's going to work. Um, it can feel cold. And, you know, you put in a rug and some furnishings and some art and all of a sudden it feels homey and cozy. And then you start making that emotional connection that we want buyers to have when they're looking at a property. Yes, the emotional connection. You know, and, and not only that, when you think about it, vacants also show every single flaw that there could possibly be in that space. So, you know, we're not there to hide things, but we are there to showcase and show off the best features. So what has been one of your favorite jobs that you've done? Oh my gosh. Um, you know, sometimes it's just the little things I'm going to say. I can just pick one out of my hat. And sometimes it's it's not the biggest, most elaborate staging job that we've done, but it's just the feeling that the clients have when they come home and they see their home in this new light. We've actually had people, 
you know, say, oh, I maybe I don't want to sell. <laughs> um, or can I buy your vernajings? Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, there was just, it was very cute, but my neighbor had me come over and just do a consultation and I just moved a few things around and, and we, we got rid of a l- bunch of stuff and we rearranged some of the artwork and, and it was really and truly, it was just the joy on their face of seeing how much difference some of the simple things made to their space and they were so much more proud to show it off and have those MLS photos as well. So even just on a small scale, these things can make a really big difference. When I yeah, when I talk to my clients all the time, and uh, and I say this is part of my services, I bring in a stager, and it, you'll be surprised. And they're like, "Oh, it looks beautiful," and and it, they've decorated it beautiful. But I I say it's amazing what small changes will do for the video and the photos and the feel of it. Yeah, and it's always fascinating to me when you go to a place and it's beautifully staged, and you're thinking, "Wow, these people are are like minimalist," but it looks great. And then you go to look in the garage, and, <laughs> and you find where everything is. <laughs> kind of. We don't really worry about it so much, as long as it's organized. People know you're still living there. Oh, exactly. Um, and you understand, you know, and you're looking, wow, there's a lot of space in this garage to store stuff. That's yeah. right. Positive spin. Exactly. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, honestly, one of the first steps that we do talk about, though, you, you nailed it there, is... is, is minimizing the amount of stuff that is actually in a space. We do not need all the things. Um, there, there's, there's a function and a flow, and we want to show off the focus and what are the features and all of those kinds of things. So, you know, the spoon collection should come down. <laughs> um, but there's just different things that we can do that you might not even think about because you don't even see your stuff anymore. If you've lived there for any length of time, you don't even see it. But the problem is, other people coming in can't see past it. They're only going to see your stuff if there's too much of it, especially, or if it's not rearranged optimally, that kind of a thing. So we do recommend decluttering as a first step, although I always emphasize that is not actual staging. That is just the first step so that we can stage. Um, but that definitely helps, and it helps the buyer already to start to see beyond what is what is all your things and all your knickknacks and get all distracted by all that and instead focus on the beautiful space itself and again we want that um, emotional connection to start happening right away and that's amazing how about uh color like paint because sometimes i've had buyers go in and just like seeing somebody's furniture or their artwork on on the walls they, they focus on it rather than the home and uh but paint too like if it's a let's just i'm just going to throw out a there's this bright purple color on a wall one yeah day, for sure and my buyer yeah. cannot see through it and totally. i remember everything else about the property was so perfect for them and we saw a few places and it it ticked off every single box of theirs except for this wall and she was confused and she was just like ah oh, no i don't yeah. like it and i thought yeah. what, what do you not like about it and it was that one wall so just paint that even light even something like that, and, and there are simple things you can do. And and even though painting just seems like this big and enormous job for someone to think about doing when they're trying to sell, it really is actually when you think about it a really big bang for your buck because it helps to help people to sort of see the neutral side of things and take away that purple because all we're going to focus on is the purple instead. And if they see that it's there's a fresh coat of paint in there. They also will look around and go, oh, well, they must have really taken care of this home. It's well cared for versus, oh, there's a lot of junk laying around and the walls are purple. And I want to find instead of all the things that are right 
in this space for me, such as your client, they're going to start looking for all the things that are wrong. And that is then going to um, mean that they're going to make a lower offer because now they're looking at how much money they're going to have to put into this place. So doing the things ahead of time is going to be way more cost efficient and get you a higher offer than leaving it and thinking, oh, well, someone else can just paint it. Um, Nobody wants to buy a project. (laughs) Isn't that right? Uh, and so what type of staging do you do? Do you do staging? Obviously, you do staging with furniture. I know that. But maybe you can explain to the listeners, uh, you mentioned steps and you, uh, step one. So mm-hmm. Sure. So after the consultation and we give you the list of um, items that we feel that need to be addressed before the staging, that's kind of like the, the job of the homeowner. But we help with that as well. We've got lots of uh, trusted trades that we deal with. And then we get it into that that uh, condition so that we can come in and then do the staging. So step one, uh, consultation, and uh, come up with that list. Step two, you know, do the things that we've asked you to do. And sometimes it's a little bit, and sometimes it's not so much. Um, but it's all super valuable and super important. And uh, and then it's staging day. And that's the day that Michelle comes in and does the photos, and everything goes on MLS, and it looks amazing. Um, most of the time, people come in the door, and they're floored. They cannot believe it's their own place. We're not always there when clients come home but we get feedback later and um no one has ever said oh it looks uglier <laughs> so <laughs> and then the space a lot of furniture is there because they yep. have to live there yep. and they rent the furniture per month yeah so there's an initial charge to bring it all in and to set it all up and then there's an ongoing uh, just a portion of the inventory we're not going to charge you the full amount every single month that the inventory is there it's just a portion of it for those extra months and then when your house sells and you've got a firm deal we'll be happy to come in and take it all away and and uh yeah so that's what makes the job so exciting and so rewarding really do you ever sell some of the furniture because i know <laughs> buyers all the time like the furniture I know. that suits or fits and they see in the house i get asked all the time just this week as a matter of fact i got asked oh the buyers are the sellers really loved what you did with the place do you ever sell your stuff well when it when it's time to turn it over maybe you know and maybe freshen it up but just not on a regular basis i could tell you where we buy stuff but i would say everything's for sale for a price well maybe yeah if they like it that much and they're going to offer you a ridiculous amount of money you're going to take well we got to replace it that's the only again it's got to be a ridiculous amount of money exactly yeah yeah so any any last words that you want to give our listeners well, I would say, um, you know, don't hesitate to give us a call. Give Michelle a call. Let's talk because that's where the conversation needs to start is what are your needs? We tailor what we do to suit your space. It's not a one-size-fits-all. And um, and honestly, for, you know, the investment, don't call it a cost. It's an investment. You're investing in your biggest asset for the biggest um, transaction that, you know, you're, you're going to have. It's well worth having the conversation just to see what is it that we can do to bring up that perceived value make those MLS photos pop right now more than ever it's more important what did we just say a minute ago Michelle you might not think you need to stage but your neighbor down the road who listed did so just think about that for a minute there's a lot of competition out there and there's not as many buyers so everyone's going to be looking at all the listed houses on your street so make sure yours is the one that they walk in and fall in love with. And that is our quote of the week. Is it? It is. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, that was easy. We haven't had a, just a natural quote of the week before like that. That was a good one.
things. <laughs> and uh, I'm not going to go through all the open houses that we have this weekend because we didn't have any last weekend, but we've got some good ones. So have a look at my website and uh, you'll see them all there or my Facebook business page. And there are a couple coming soon next week. One is in Cloverdale and it's a two-story home and renovated and it's got a suite and it is a large lot. So that one's coming up next week. Keep an eye on it. And then I've got one off Chateau Place here in Abbotsford and that also has a suite and is a large yard and it's landscaped and it looks great and an established tenant and that one's priced at one million one hundred eighty-two thousand. so keep your eye out all right well if people want to have a look at your open houses want to see what listings you have where can they go michellecummins.ca and join us again next week when we will talk real estate in order to unlock your real estate potential on a show where real estate is maximized thanks for listening